and welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Sam Belden, AVP and Head of Content here at Forefront. And with me today is Jonathan Birnbaum, the founder and CEO of OpenYield. Uh, OpenYield is a new bond marketplace that's going to make it easy for brokers, advisors, and fintechs uh, to offer attractive bond investing solutions to their clients. And uh, they are planning towards a Q1 launch in 2024. Jonathan, welcome to At the Forefront. Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the bond market as it stands today, uh, how Open Yield plans to make it cheaper and easier to access, and uh, then some perspective from John's career uh, as a bond trader himself in a past phase in his career. Uh, but before we talk about Open Yield's uh, vision and planned launch, um, let's take a step back and uh, talk about the bond market as a whole. Um, you know, I feel like bonds have been in the news a little bit more that, that, than uh, maybe uh, at times in the past. Uh, so why launch in 2024? You know, what uh, market or industry forces uh, are making this the right time to launch? That's a great question, Sam, because the first answer you need to be able to answer the first question you need to be able to answer whenever you do anything new is, is the why now. And the why now is critically important, especially in capital markets, where the forces of change are usually quite difficult. So we see a couple of key catalysts that enable this opportunity today. The first and most important one is that there's a real demand side catalyst due to the change in rates, where for the first time in a long time, end investors have demand for fixing them instruments. This wasn't really true in a zero environment, but now with you know risk-free yields north of 5%, there's renewed and significant interest in the bond market. There's also a supply side catalyst in how the bond market structure itself has become way more electronic over the recent period, particularly with the emergence of algo-enabled liquidity providers. So for the first time ever, humans are out of the loop on providing liquidity in small size tickets. And then there's also been a third change that is quite important in that over the last decade, there's been a bunch of new entrants to brokerage and wealth management who don't have bonds and who now really want to add them for the first time. So there's a new market segment for us to address. Great. that That's great. A good snapshot of where the market kind of stands today. And so now tell us where Open Yield enters the picture. Um, what are you guys building and uh, how do you think it fits into uh, where the market is right now? Yeah, so it, it kind of ties back to the status quo of the bond market today and the overall investor experience. And so I like to usually ask, have you bought a bond recently? Um, and what was that experience like? And reflect on it for a little bit. And usually the answers are that it's quite poor or that you may have even given up on attempting to do so. And a large part of this is that the end product experiences back to self-directed investors or even advisors haven't really been invested in as much in a zero rate environment. Um, the marketplace is powering the retail segment of the market as well, or have been around also for several decades and essentially rely on an older request for quote protocol in a lot of ways. So those constraints kind of trickle down into this end product experience. So when you go to bond marketplaces, the prices that you see are usually just indicative quotes. It could take several minutes for a trade to execute. The minimums could be quite high. The fees could be high on small tickets, and they could be kind of clunky to integrate with for the first time. And so our solution is a modern marketplace focused on attacking a lot of these 
problems by changing the protocol to become an equity-like protocol. We partner with Algo-enabled liquidity providers to provide instant live executable quotes. The protocol is more familiar. There's no minimum, so you can do things like partial fills and sweeps of the order book. And then we also help curate the bond universe down to just the most liquid subset um, that is registered and easy for retail to access. Great. No, thanks for that explanation. Um, and tell me, like, who are the uh, investors or the users who are who are going to get the most out of what you guys are building? Is this for the the retail community? Is it is it for the advisors who serve them? Maybe other groups. Uh, who who's the profile that you're trying to reach? So it's largely anywhere where retail sized bonds want to be traded. And so as a marketplace, we're somewhat agnostic if the end user is a self-directed investor on a retail brokerage or an advisor accessing the marketplace on behalf of his or her customers. Our mission is to make bonds cheap and easy to trade. And so this is important, basically regardless of who the customer is. We see the largest initial opportunity with a lot of brokerages and wealth platforms who are looking to add bonds for the very first time. But broadly, it's everywhere where retail size bonds are traded. And so we speak to all sorts of different customers throughout the ecosystem. That's great. Good. A total solution for uh, an important part of the market, obviously. Um, and so you mentioned a few different ways that uh, bond trading can become more accessible and cheaper for uh, individuals and the managers who serve them. Um, so tell me, is there one area that comes to mind as a particularly important area for reform? And, and then maybe uh, drill down a little bit into what your vision is for how that can be made better. Yeah, I think it's a combination of a lot of the shortcomings that I previously walked through in the entire experience. The things that we take for granted today in the equity market, the fact that there's reliable pre-trade transparency, instant execution, you could leave limit orders and market orders. You could trade with marginally cheap unit economics at a small scale size. It's all these things combined that create a much more fluid trading experience and allow uh, the proliferation of an ecosystem of investment products on top of those capital markets. So our vision for bonds is you could consume the bond market in a self-directed fashion, picking out bonds, constructing your own portfolio, or really a large use case is through laddering tools and SMAs, tools that could systematically source and execute completely electronically. And today, so many parts of the fixed income world are still very operationally intensive. And that really chips away of the unit economics as you try to deliver portfolios at scale. Great, great. That's a good explanation. Um, and so, I, I mean, you, you obviously have a unique perspective on uh, how this part of the market should operate. And uh, I, I wonder if that's been informed by uh, past phases in your career. Uh, you were on the trading side uh, before you came into the business of building a bond marketplace uh, at Morgan Stanley for many years, and then as a head of fixed income execution at uh, Bridgewater Associates. So tell me a little bit about that chapter of your career on the trading side, and then how that has informed your perspective today. Yeah, so I think really understanding the challenges of being a market maker and taker are foundational to understanding the ebbs and flows of our capital markets. Um, I was a trader at Morgan Stanley, um, a liquidity provider, and I spent a lot of time thinking through our strategy with electronic trading. When I first started on the desk, we would get pop-up tickets from retail inbound inquiry, and we would just type in prices to reply. 
And I was fascinated with the challenge of thinking through how can we completely automate this? How can we build out systems to automatically respond to the tickets and come up with the quote and then also to trade portfolios? And if you could just fast forward well over a decade and a half later, you know, where technology is today to now enable market makers to kind of free up human capital when it comes to subscale tickets and allow algos to do a lot of that work. Um, on the buy side, similar theme of how to free up human capital to, to become more systematic. We would always encourage our counterparties and technology solutions in the market to want to trend in the direction towards greater pre-trade transparency, more electronification, so it can make it easier for us to systematically consume liquidity as well. And then I also spent some time on the retail brokerage side, building out two retail brokerages at SoFi and again at Domain Money, and saw how retail brokerages were seeking to add on new products and retain their customers as they kind of aged up. And I combined all these perspectives into thinking through the thesis for Open Yield. That's great. No, it's, it, I, it sounds like you bring a great perspective from the buy side, the sell side, and, and it's going to help you bring something new and, and uh, hopefully transformative to market. Uh, so that's great. Um, if, if you have time for one more question, um, what, tell me a little bit more about uh, the team that you've built. You, you obviously bring the, the buy side and the sell side perspective. Tell me about uh, the others that you have on the Open Yield team who, who are helping you uh, bring this to market. Yeah, so the vision would be nothing without the right team in place to actually implement and execute it. And I was very lucky to meet my co-founder, Hilton Lipschitz, um, at the onset, who has spent roughly three decades as CTOs of various um, hedge funds. And at, in his most recent role, he had built out the entire front-to-back trading systems for one of the most prominent algo-enabled muni electronic market makers on the existing ASs. So he understood the vision completely, but more importantly, he understood exactly how to build it. Um, the teams rounded out with our GC and CCO, Alan Reed, who I met at Domain Money. Um, he has also several decades of experience across fintech and institutional markets, having started his career on the regulator side of the SEC. Um, and then Gabe Vallejo, he's our head of operations, also brings a really unique blend of experience, having been on the institutional trading side at Newberger for fixed income, and then also helping to build out fintechs at Revolut's U.S. Wealth and Trading Business, and again at, at Road Technologies. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of the, the team we've assembled. Um, we have the right people in place to make this vision a reality. Great. That's great to hear. Um, thanks for that summary. And uh, thanks for your time and insights today. Uh, certainly enjoyed the discussion as we, as we dug into uh, current trends in the bond market, Open Yield's vision for the future of investing, and um, the unique perspective that you guys bring to the table. And certainly looking forward to the planned launch in uh, 2024 Q1 as well. Um, so thanks for your time, John. And thanks to our listeners uh, for tuning in. Uh, to keep up uh, with everything that Open Yield is doing, uh, check out uh, openyld.com. That's O-P-E-N-Y-L-D.com. Uh, or head over to uh, Forefront Communications website, uh, forefrontcoms.com, and go over to the uh, news and insights section for more episodes of At the Forefront uh, like this one. Um, so thank you again, everyone, for joining us today uh, for At the Forefront. I'm Sam Belden. Until next time.